Good afternoon, I'm Zakiya Payne. Welcome to Payne's Perspective. Here's what we're covering this afternoon. More than six months ago, 26-year-old Brianna Taylor was shot and killed in her home while sleeping. It has been decided that no one will be criminally charged with her murder. As Destiny Game reports, this decision has caused an uproar nationwide and students across campus are furious. From the unexpected arrival of COVID-19 to the continuous social injustice within the Black community, it comes as no surprise that there will be no justice for Breonna Taylor. Students at North Carolina A&T have decided to hold a visual and mourning space for Breonna Taylor on campus. Desmond Gaines, a student at the university, says that Black women are in a state of emergency. I mean, it's already hard being Black in America you know, our government designed us to fail, but being a black woman in America just makes me feel unprotected and unheard. As students seek peace amongst this madness, we hope the world hears the silent cries of black women and continues to fight for justice for Breonna Taylor. For Aggie News, I'm Destiny Gaines. Protesters flood the streets of Louisville, Kentucky, in response to the verdict on the police officers involved in the home invasion that led to the death of Breonna Taylor. As Royce Johnson reports, students at A&T are very disappointed in the decision. According to CBS News, none of the officers were charged directly in Breonna Taylor's fatal death. One of the officers, whom were already let go from the police force, faced three wanted endangerment counts over shooting the neighboring apartments. Protests have begun in response to the news. Many are outraged with the final decision. I decided to ask current students via Zoom over the situation and get their opinions on the decision of the grand jury. Jordan Merriweather, a senior accounting student, was asked how she felt about the final verdict. They aren't being charged for what the actual crime they did, and mm, just very disappointing. And to be a black woman in America is just like, <sighs> what hope do we have? Many students are surprised but disappointed in the verdict. What do you think would have been a fair conviction? For Aggie News, I'm Royce Johnson. A grand jury decided not to hand down murder indictments for the three former Louisville police officers involved in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. As Cambria Harris reports, the decision has angered a local activist. We continue to witness this system blatantly prove they don't care about us. She was asleep in her bed. Two officers have already been shot since the indictment. The city of Louisville and the entire state of Kentucky is currently in an uproar in response to the verdict. For Aggie News, I'm Kimberly Harris. Although we're in a pandemic, missing persons cases still occur. I sat down with student Tatiana Douglas to discuss a specific missing person case of Emily Noble. Tatiana Douglas. 
and you attend. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, you attend. Oh, um, MCANT. Okay, me too. This is where this podcast is coming from. So today we are going to touch on a topic that has occurred during the pandemic. Um, it's the case of a missing woman named Emily Noble. And Tatiana, I'm going to ask you a question. The first question is, how did you hear about this story? Oh, well, um, I guess I was just, uh, you know, at work, doing my little work routine and whatnot, and I was listening for something, you know, to pass time with, and then I just so happened to follow this one podcast, and it was a new story, so I just decided to give it a listen. Okay, okay. That's great. Do you think podcasting has increased due to the quarantine? I believe so, yes. Is it because people are just in the house bored and bored in the house? That, but then again, I also think that podcasts are just becoming something that's like, Slowly, like just taking over it, like especially when it comes to radio and things like that. Mhm. Stuff I think, but I mean, I could be wrong. So tell me more details about this case. Oh well, I mean, this case, you know, I think she was on her birth. It was her birthday. Mhm. And um, her and her husband allegedly, you know, went out for dinner. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. It was just supposed to be her birthday. Um, from what I've gathered, I don't know how correct this is because, you know, sources can just, can just come from anywhere. Anyways, like from one of the sources, the husband said that he saw her in the house, and when he went to sleep, she was gone. Um, but I have also seen that he didn't alert the authorities until like maybe a day afterwards. So, I mean, that's obviously stuff right there. Hmm. Was he one of the suspects in the case due to the fact that he alerted authorities? I, I don't think the the police um consider him a suspect. Hmm. But um, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. I don't think he's in question properly either. Oh wow! So that brings me to my next point. Do you think they're encountering any challenges due to the pandemic? And due to people not cooperating, not wanting to speak up about this case? I I think so. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, you can't really gather anywhere. And the COVID makes it, like, you know, I just think with the whole disease out, it just makes it a little harder to, um, you know, conduct proper interviews or proper investigations. Right. You can't really do search parties because, well, you couldn't have done search parties because it's a group thing. That's understandable. I think they did have some challenges during the pandemic. It might have made it a little bit harder as well, like you said. But recently, um, at the end of September, in the middle, they reported that they found her body in the woods. And they use her dental records to identify her. Were you expecting something different, a different outcome? Or I was just hoping that like it would be one of those rare cases in which, oh, she just ran away and um wanted to start a new life. Much like uh, I've read there's 
similar case like that where this man went missing, but he just decided to just leave his family like that. I was hoping it would be something like that, but a lot. Not everything. Not, not, not everything has an ending that way. Yeah, unfortunately. It's sad that during this time where it's already depression and a disease and people are trying to cope that this happened to a family. Do you think that with other missing persons during this time, do you think that people are making an effort to find them despite going through a pandemic? Because this case was figured out pretty fast, but they found her pretty quickly. We still don't know who is responsible, but the response time to finding her was pretty quick. So do you faster, faster than normal? Mm. Very fast. Um, I don't, I don't see why they can't do that for other people, but I mean, to each their own. <laughs> Well, Tatiana, thank you for your time, and thank you for answering my questions. Can you give us the name of the podcast that people can listen to? Oh, yes. The the podcast is called The Venice Podcast. Um, She has a very soothing voice. She covers a lot of cases that aren't that well known. Um, I think it's pretty great, and it's available This is all we have for today. Join us next time for Payne's Perspective. Our producer was me. Our reporters were me. Our radio editor was me. I'm Zakiya Payne. Have a great afternoon.